Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Tuesday the 3rd of October. There's more evidence that the profit-led inflation wave, the third inflation wave to hit many developed economies, is coming to an end. Inflation rates have generally started to surprise the consensus to the downside. Profit-led inflation works until it does not, and the point when consumers start to rebel against profit-led price increases, disguised as other factors, tends to be a tipping point with a fairly sharp turn in the inflation story. Now, the UK's British Retail Consortium has indicated that, quote, fierce competition, otherwise known as normal competition, between stores has led to food prices falling compared to last month. Why did this competition not lower prices earlier? Because earlier, consumers were willing to believe that price increases were caused by oil prices, global shortages or the war in Ukraine. Now, consumers just do not believe those stories. Competition has come back and profits at the end of supply chains should normalise. It's worth noting that because of the two-tier pricing structure operated by UK supermarkets, the consumer price inflation data is unlikely to have the same sort of food price deflation, but it should still have lower food price inflation. In the United States, House Speaker McCarthy is facing an attempt to remove them from office. This was expected, and markets are not likely to be terribly interested. If the motion does proceed, it's a distraction that will prevent the House from doing any governing for a while, but the House has not been doing a great deal of governing so far this year. If the factional politics of the House Republican Party are seen as creating an obstacle to a resolution of the fiscal farce, the next shutdown date is mid-November, markets might care a bit more. The US will be releasing the JOLTS job openings vacancies data today. There was a fairly sizable decline in the job vacancy rate last month, more than the market was expecting. This data is not exactly reliable as it's based on a survey that barely anyone bothers to fill in. Only a third of firms asked actually reply. It also doesn't measure job vacancies, only externally advertised job vacancies. Now this is an important point as to the extent that these numbers are believed, they're quite likely to be signalling a shift in labour market turnover. People are staying in place for longer which would lower the reported vacancy rate. That's quite important as it can help to lower labour costs because if people stay with their employer for longer, their productivity is likely to improve and that will then cut the labour cost to the employer. Finally, the dispute between India and Canada over allegations of Indian government involvement in a murder in Canada is continuing. India has ordered a reduction of Canada's diplomatic presence in India by two-thirds. Reducing diplomatic representation does echo the theatre of the Cold War when diplomatic expulsions were very common. This is not an immediate market-moving event, but it is something that markets should be paying attention to. The rise of economic nationalism is a feature of periods of structural change in the global economy. Economic nationalism and prejudice politics is likely to cause more frictions of this nature, and that will then have a bearing on international trade and economic relations. That's all for today. Have a good day.
UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the global wealth management business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.